Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. There's a lot going on this Sunday, both from the perspective of uh, the secular world around us and liturgically within our own tradition. This past week, we had Martin Luther King Day. We had the inauguration of the next president of the United States. Today, we recognized Sanctity of Life Sunday in remembrance of Roe v. Wade. And in liturgically, we are preparing for the next great feast of the church, the presentation of Christ to the temple. And I wanna talk about all of these things in context of something that I heard from a pastor who wrote an article in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. And from my perspective, he said something rather disappointing. He said that as a white man, he could never understand what it meant to be a black man. If we accept this as truth, if we accept the idea that as a particular race or a particular sex is incapable of understanding what it is like to be another race or another sex, then Christianity is a fraud because God himself came as a Jew and as a man. And if human beings are incapable of empathizing or understanding each other across language, across culture, across race, across sex, then Christ only saved male Jews and no one else. But of course, we know this not to be true. He came in order to save the entire human race. And we see that in today's gospel. He says to all those who are murmuring and complaining about the fact that he has invited himself into the house of Zacharias, the tax collector, a sinner in the eyes of most Jews. Christ says today salvation has come to this house since he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Notice that he didn't say the Son of Man came to save Jewish men. He came to save the lost. That includes everyone, whether you are Greek or Jew, whether you are Arab or Romanian, whether you are young or old, whether you are male or female, whether you are on your deathbed or in the womb, he came to save the lost. Now in our study of the divine liturgy, we have just finished looking at the great entrance and the offertory prayers that happen after that entrance. And I want to remind you once again that in the ancient church, one of the practices of the church was that when parishes first started showing up in the large cities, the bishop was the one through which the gifts were consecrated, and he served only at the cathedral. And after the prayers were done to consecrate the gifts at the cathedral, the gifts were split up 
and runners were sent throughout the city so that these gifts could be given to all of the different parishes and that Christ himself, the kingdom of heaven itself, entered into the church when these gifts were distributed throughout the city. And after these offertory prayers, the priest turns around to the people and says, peace be with you all. And of course, the priest is not the one giving that peace. When you see a bishop or a priest blessing, they form with their hands the same letters that we see in an icon of Christ. We see here, Yota Sigma, He Sigma. And you notice the way that Christ is holding his hand. That is the way that priests and bishops bless. They form with their fingers those four letters, which stand for Jesus Christ. So it is not the bishop, it is not the priest who blesses, but Christ himself. And it recalls the words that Christ said to his disciples when he walked into the locked room to reveal himself as the resurrected Lord. He said, peace. And that peace is not the peace that we men make with treaties. It is not the peace that we make by ending an argument. The peace that we are talking about here is the peace between God and his creation. That there was, when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, a rift created between God and his creation. That there was war between God and his creation through Adam and Eve. And that rift, that wall, humankind could not cross, climb, or get over or through. It took God himself in the person of Jesus Christ to knock down that wall, get rid of that rift, and create that peace that now exists between God and his creation. Because he has trampled death by death, he has forgiven sins. And notice what the church says after Christ himself has entered in. The kingdom of heaven itself has opened up for us. He says to us through his priests and his bishops, peace be to all. He doesn't say just peace to Jewish men or peace be to white men. He says peace be to all. Which means that these things that we have created in our own society, race, ethnicity, they're artificial. They're not real. They're illusory. They're things that we made in order to rebuild that wall, not just between us and God, but between each other. And so thus today, as Orthodox Christians, we are called to recognize and proclaim that peace that God has given his entire creation. And it is we who should be going out into the world and saying to the other, those people who see themselves as different from us, whether they are Republican or Democrat, whether they are black or white, whether they are Jewish or Muslim, 
whether they are male or female, heterosexual or homosexual, and look them in the face and recognize them as a fellow human being made according to the image and likeness of God. This is why the United States recognizes Martin Luther King Jr. He saw this vision. He understood what it meant to be a Christian. And he went forth into the world and demanded that every single human being be treated not as a particular race, but as a child of God. And so at this time of great turmoil and division in our country, it is we who should bring back love, unity, and understanding because I stand before you and say, yes, indeed, it is possible for me, a white man, to understand a black man because we both are in pain. We both sin. We both love. We both live in a world that is still affected by sin and death. And we are both able to stand before the altar of God and to receive his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, and most importantly, his body and his blood. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, unto the ages of ages. 